Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. What's up, Echo Peeps? Back at it. The Echo Youth Podcast. Yurt. Week. <laughs> week. Uh, slash episode 41. We're out here. I, you gave me a weird look. It's for sure 41. I know, but it just seems weird. Yeah, dude. We have been absolutely vibing. All right. So this week, we're going to keep our regular scheduled events. <laughs> starting a new plan this week regular scheduled events and that is we decided on nothing else correct yes yeah we did that's what we said and so you can find that in the U version bible app uh nothing else what is it cody carnes or i believe right yeah that's his name yeah that's his name i think yeah yeah, yeah that's his name <laughs> sorry i just brain faded midway through Yep. Yeah, that's it. Nope. No, yeah, it is. Okay. Cool. So that's what it is, and we're starting that week one today. Today. Here it goes. Uh, sick. Um, speaking of sick, I'm not sick, but... Allergies do be crazy. In this room, for some reason. I think it's the dust. But I'm ha- I'm struggling. Yeah, um, he was literally 100% clear like five minutes ago. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, okay, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get excited here real quick. Did you check all the windows and everything? Yeah, that, they're closed. Okay, good. That's yeah, we're good. Sure. In our studio. Um, okay, uh, nothing else. Week one. So, the devotional says, the joy and freedom of repentance. Let's go. Um, repentance is kind of this act of, like, turning from things that are like destructive in our life and sin and things like that and and uh completely turning and and chasing after Jesus and I think it's obviously like a life-changing experience um when you find the joy and the freedom that is in repentance and uh he says a good line here I realize that repentance is sometimes wrongly considered in a negative context and I learned it's one of the greatest gifts that God gives us which is true. Like oftentimes repentance is like thought about as like a bad thing, like, oh you were so bad. Repent, you know? Yeah. But sometimes repentance is repentance is kinda like forgiveness in a way that it, it even though in a lot of ter- a lot of ways it's like viewed negatively, but like uh for us it's freeing. It's like mm-hmm. when I repent it's like letting go of the things that I was holding on to and giving them fully over to God and that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, the scripture that goes along with it is Romans 2, 4. It says, Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? That's the ESV. And the NLT says, let's see how that reads. Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? Question mark. 
So I think that was a little easier to choose. So don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? So basically what this is saying is like God is so good to us and like he, he cares for us and he and he like is patient with us and if that's not reflected in life change from us, like what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like it's a pretty easy um, process like because of God's grace and his goodness. And, uh, and so that there's basically what this first week is talking about is, uh, the freedom of repentance, which is cool. Cause we actually, I just stabbed myself with the thing. Um, <laughs> the cool thing is we, we actually sang this song today yeah, we did. at church and, uh, it's, um, obviously called nothing else by Cody Carnes. And, uh, it is uh, one of my favorite songs cause it's just so like authentic. It's like. It's a little bit uh, different from like the like typical Christian song that is, um, I don't know how to say this. A lot of your like Christian songs, whether it be old hymns or com- or like newer contemporary Christian music or whatever, they're very like Christianese. <laughs> mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like yeah, lyrically, a lot of them start to sound the same lyrically and stuff, and so. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think we sing, we should sing some phrases and words over and over again, like "Hallelujah" and "Glory, Glory, Glory is the Lord God Almighty." That kind, of, those kind of words that like are in the Bible. It's like we can repeat those. It's fine. But the cool thing about this song is it's just like it's like a conversation. Like yeah. the verse is like, "I'm sorry for just going through the motions." You know, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost I, a confession kind of thing. Yeah, when I forgot that you're enough, you know, and then it says, "Take me back to where we started," which is one of my favorite lines in the in the song, because it's like, "Oh man, I get a fresh start." Like, mm-hmm. if you remember when the first time was that you met Jesus, it was like this like amazing, like just intentional moment where you just felt like life changed and you felt so like loved and and you felt like just driven and it's like going to the it's kind of like uh, in a much <laughs> more dumbed down way it's like when you go to the gym for the first time after your like new year's resolution and mm-hmm. you're like dude i'm gonna lose so much weight this is crazy i'm gonna get jacked you know yeah and it's awesome and then like after a while you're like this february sucks. comes sometimes yeah. that's how we it's treat our time sometimes that's how we treat our faith it's like the first time we meet jesus we're like oh my goodness this is life-changing i'm never gonna turn back i'm never gonna live any other way and i'm like so on fire for god and it lasts, you know, however long. And then after a while, you just get back into the motions and you get back into forgetting that Jesus is enough and you get back into these things. And sometimes you just need to say, like, take me back to where we started, you know, yeah. even if it means that I need to be broken like I was, bring mm-hmm. me back there, um, which that's a powerful idea, too. Oh, that's good. And, uh, yeah, there's I could I could do like a whole talk on that song just and the on lyrics song, on it. Yeah. but. Well, that's, that's a good thing because that's is. the plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the plan just goes through that song. I think piece by piece. Yeah. So uh, and so that's why it's repentance. That's the whole idea. Is take me back. You know, it's yeah. like, let's start over. Mm-hmm. So that goes right into my question. So go for it. Funny how that works. Just one. Sweet. So my question for you is, how do you find the sweetness of repentance? Because like you touched on, I think repentance has kind of had like this over glooming look on it that it's you repent in this in a negative sense yeah and so how do you find the sweetness in that how in situations kind of is what i'm hitting at 
Because a lot of the time... Sorry to cut you off. Wow. I literally just beamed you. Um, coming from personal experience, <laughs> a lot of the times... Um, you when you go to God to repent, a lot of the times all you see is your failure, rather yeah. than seeing the grace of God for giving you the repentance. Yes, that that's the answer. It's just simply Lay your it understand. It's simply your understanding of the grace of God. Yeah. So if you if you think uh, if you think of God as this like treacherous, angry God who's going to smite you and mm-hmm. and shoot you down with lightning if you're sitting, then which oftentimes is the paint the picture painted by religion. Mm-hmm. Um, if you view God in that way, then your repentance is viewed in a negative tone because it's literally just saving you from going to hell. Yeah. It's like, oh, I need to repent because the kingdom of heaven is near and he's going to kick me out and I'm going to be blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And so it's this like negative, like always having your own back type of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Cross all your boxes. Yeah, whereas when repentance becomes sweet and a joyful process... Is when you realize that it's when you realize that instead of I need to repent so I go to heaven, you repent because you realize once again the grace of God. Like, wait a second, I don't need to hold on to this anymore. Like, I don't need to, I don't need to keep like living in this. If if I just give it to God, then I don't have it anymore. It's not like, oh, if I repent of this, then I'll make sure I go to heaven. I'm not gonna get. I'm not going to have a punishment. Mm -hmm. It's recognizing the gift that you already have and being like, wait, wait, all I need to do to get that is just to throw this away. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And, and so it's like a very slight like mental shift, but it's like a very important one because if we often, if we become Christians just to get out of hell, then our whole life is meaningless except for the moment we accepted Christ. Yeah. But if we become Christians to chase after Jesus, to live with him, to walk with him, to live in his grace, then every moment is meaningful. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. And that's the difference between religion and a relationship. Religion is just trying to stay out of hell. And relationship is living in the in the fullness of who Christ is right now and today. Um, knowing that the kingdom of heaven is near. Let's go. I think that answers it, hopefully. I think it does. It does for me. <clears throat> It's good, man. It's a good it's a good conversation. I uh I think I think it's good we need to have this conversation with with young people with with church leaders with mm-hmm. with everyone. It's like repentance is not means to scare you, to scare you to get you out of something. Yeah, repentance to feel like is, you're backed in a corner. Repentance is means to to step into grace, to free you from bondage. Mm-hmm. And that that's the thing. It's like that's actually a good example. The freeing of bondage. It's not... Um, repentance is not avoiding the prison. Mm-hmm. Repentance is you're already there and you're getting out. Yeah, that's good. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because we live our life thinking life is good right now. And if I could just avoid hell, if I just don't go to hell, right? Like I'll, I'll be... It'll be good. It'll be all worth it, right? Mm-hmm. But no, like in certain ways, you're you're captured and in, in, in taken captive already in, in, the, in the place where you're at. Because the... Like the Bible says that the battle is spiritual. And so the spiritual aspects of hell are already on earth. Yeah. And so sometimes people can be living in hell on earth right now. And, and they don't even realize it. And what they need to do is what the repentance does is now freeze them from 
that bondage. And that's why there's joy and that's why there's peace and a sweetness is because if, if you were shackled up in jail and someone rolled up and, 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 and put the key in your, in your handcuffs and in, in your chains and like set you free and, and you're like, wait, wait, what will, like, what do I need to do? Like nothing, man. Just accept it. Just like, yeah, just be down for the freedom. And you're like, okay, so, but, but then like, what do I do if I, like, am I in trouble? Like, do I need to avoid anybody? No, like just accept the freedom. And then oftentimes the only, the only reason we find ourselves back in the shackles is because we walked back into the jail and put them on ourselves. And, and, Yeesh. and so it's like, we, we have to like constantly be, it's, it's, it seems hard, but it's not, it's that simple. It's all you have yeah. to do is be accepting of it. For sure. Sometimes the, sometimes the shackles are already unlocked and we just have them on for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what repentance is too. And what grace is God's like, dude, just take those off. Right. Yeah. Homie, you're just weighing yourself down. You're like, well, how do I do that? He's like, well, like, I already took them off. Like you've been sitting there. <laughs> They're actually not You've on, been sitting so. there shackle free this whole time. Like just get up, you know? Yeah. And so a lot of people live a captive life um, because they don't like a conversation we had tonight. It's because they don't renew their thoughts and they don't take their thoughts captive and they live this life um, like shackled by the enemy because they just don't live in grace. Mm-hmm. And that's all you got to do. It's like we accept Christ. We, we uh, are saved. I believe that if you actively are pursuing Christ, once you only have to be saved once, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. but the repentance is every day. Yeah. And the repentance is just acknowledging the grace. God, I messed up. But man, I'm so grateful for your grace. Will you take this from me? Help me to move on from it. Help me to grow. Yeah. Rather than like, God, I really don't want to go to hell. I sinned. I'm sorry. Please don't hurt me. Right? It's yeah. Like, it's like a hurt puppy versus versus a... I mean, there's so many analogies that you could you could do. There's yeah. analogies of even like that, like a dog, like mm-hmm. like a dog who's chained up in a fence in their backyard, and to avoid getting beat, right? They do something. Mm-hmm. Or it's like rather now it's a dog off leash. They're running around having fun, and oh, they got into a beehive, and they come back. Oh, I got in trouble. Can you take this stinger out of my nose? Yeah. You're like, yeah, sure, of course. You take it out. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Even though the thing they just did was bad, you're not. It's not dragged over your head because there's grace, there's forgiveness, there's yeah things where it's like the dog chained up in the back, everything they do is wrong, you know. That's good. You love to hear it. Any 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 other analogies? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we could find some more. Um. Cool. Uh. It covers the first day. First day was. First day in the plan. first grade. It covers repentance. The first part of the song, Ski. Yurt. Stay tuned for the next one or read ahead. Be prepared for what we're going to talk about. Yeah, maybe do that. Um, okay, so we have uh, a... Uh, hold on, time out. Time out. Okay, sorry about that. We we're back. The We um, are back. The wavelengths of the... Thing wasn't showing it, so it, I thought it might have been cutting out, and I didn't want to go all the way through the rest of the podcast. Was it <laughs> cutting out? Was it cutting out? Okay, so now we're doing a draft that I actually didn't even write a list for, so I might just have to rip go it off the noggin, off the top of the head. But this week, well, when you're hearing this, it's Monday, correct? Uh, October twenty sixth, and sixth, <laughs> and um, this Saturday is Halloween. It is. And um, there's a lot of different fun aspects of Halloween. Um, I know there's a lot of things that 
are not fun about Halloween, I guess, because of the some people like to take it to the evil side. But we are in the Jedi Council, and so we're in the so we're on the good team. We're on the good team. <laughs> we're fighting for the right side here. Uh, um, but uh, there's trick or treating is always fun, and harvest festivals at church, and costume parties, Oof. and and yeah, and soon. trunk or treating and and things like that are always really fun. Yeah. Um we had like a the kids had like a not so spooky Halloween party today which was really fun for them. Yeah. At the church. Um a lot of different things. My favorite thing is dressing up. Yeah, that never gets old. I don't care how old you are. I'm going to be a viking this year. My costume came in and it's actually pretty sick. I'm pretty yeah, stoked it is. on it. He grew so. out his hair just for this. So yeah, those of you who have seen him recently, there's dedication in this costume. Yeah, it's about to go hog wild. So <laughs> <laughs> you'll love to see it. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited about it. It's gonna be great. Um, Current score, twenty eighteen. Brett. Yeah, that checks me, out because he won last week. Yeah, so we have a draft today that's kind of Halloween inspired. We were going versus we were going back and forth through a couple of things. We were going to do best Halloween candy, but we've done some like candy bar drafts. Yeah, don't know if we would. I think that's the only candy yeah, one we've done, but that's basically. We similar. thought about some like movie casting ones, uh, which we're going to do we later. We'll revisit. Yeah, and so we landed on if we were to go trick or treating on Saturday, which I wish we could, but we're too old now. Yeah, people open the door and be like, uh, bro, go home. <laughs> what what's the what's the like age that you're like you can't go trick or treating anymore? Because when I grew when I was growing up, like we I went I think it was eighth grade was when I stopped and we went ham. Like we yeah. went all the way through eighth grade trick or treating like a bunch. And middle school was the best, man. It was some of the funnest years of my life. Also some of the like worst in terms of like my behavior, but it was like super fun because like Halloween night was every year was the best night of the year because parents would just be like, we're in a costume. All our friends meet mm-hmm. up at the park and then we just go, go for the whole candy. night. And like, and parents were like, yeah, I mean, do whatever you want. And like, sometimes you think about the glory days and it's like, I wonder, <laughs> if, you know what I mean? Like you feel, Oh, so sad. I grew up in Vegas. Like, and it, my parents were like, I don't really care. Do your thing. Yeah. We'd be out all night trick or treating, like just running, just around, racking up just the candy, like, whole pillowcase full oh, by the so end of the fun. night. Trying to remember some of the costumes I had. One year I dressed up as Brett Favre, which was fun. I was Let's running around go. in football pads all night. You'd love ah. to see that. Uh, my default was like a cowboy every time. If I couldn't figure out what to dress up as, I just that's dressed a classic up as a cowboy. though. You got to do it. I was Elvis one year. That's tough. <laughs> Sick. The king. The king. Um. Anywho, okay. So we're gonna so going throwing it back to the good old times, the good old days. If, if we were to trick, be able to trick or treat again, we decided to do uh, do a draft of if you had to pick your squad, yeah, pick your friend group. You got five friends to pick, and you're going trick or treating, and you're all like junior hires. Okay. So, um, and we're picking from celebrities. Yep. So if we could pick celebrities while your they crew. were in junior high, yeah, would they have the same personality they have now? But we're just all kids, so that we don't get like Restraining the cops orders. called on us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're picking our squad of five celebrities to go trick-or-treating with. Our trick-or-treating squad. We're going to rock, paper, scissors. Yep. Get the first pick. This will just be kind of probably off the top of our heads. Yeah, I don't really have... I only have a few like written down that I want. For sure. I didn't want to forget. All right. Ready? All right. Rock, paper, scissors. 
rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, dang it. Boom. First overall pick. All right. My first overall pick is Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, I had him first on my list. He's just going to be an absolute comedy show up there at the door. You'd love to see that. Yeah, I just <laughs> I feel like... He's going to win the hearts of the I people feel, giving candy, and you're going like to get loaded. From from my days trick-or-treating, like, in, like I said when I was growing up in Vegas, it was just that we all lived on the same street. We'd all come out at a certain time. And if someone was not, we'd all go to their house, knock, bang on the door. Yo, let's go. You know, yep. we got places to be. It's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's let's like, go, bro. Yeah, it's like the Sandlot movie, you know, when they're all going to each other's house and it's like 4th yeah. of July. It felt like that. So we're all like, bro, let's go. When everyone's got their, I don't have a costume. Okay. Well, then we go in. Figure something out. Here's a sheet. We poke some holes in it. And let's go. Come on. Get out. You know? Yeah. And, um, but I just feel like having Will Ferrell in that squad would just make the night fun. Cause you're going from like. It's just pure comedy. You know, 6 o'clock, 6.30 at night till like 11 was what we would used to do. It was kind of crazy. We'd go for like yeah, five hours just ham. running around. When we lived in this, like, the neighborhood we lived in is like, you, you like went up this hill. It's like a development, like, you know, in Vegas, mm-hmm. like these newer home developments or whatever. And we went up. So you go up this hill and there's, a, there's this whole development called Madera Canyon. But there's like different levels of like housing in each one. Like the first neighborhood on the left is like one story houses, like two, three bedrooms. And the next one's like a little bigger, like two story, like mm-hmm. three, two, three, four bedrooms, kind of like mid-sized houses. Then the next one is like, uh, like four, five, six bedrooms, like bigger houses. That's where we lived because we had a, we had everybody and their mom living with us at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, and then other houses, and then there's like gates with like the little code. Yeah. And then another neighborhood with gates with the little code. And then the the, so then when you complete the circle, mm-hmm. the end neighborhood, which is basically the first one on the right, is the club. So you have to. Okay. There's a guard gate. You go in there with big houses. So basically, what we would do. Is like we would just make our way through every single neighborhood. Yeah, you guys had the route. Yeah, and we would start with the with the the club though, because we were trying to get all the king size candy bars first. Yeah, so you could snack while you go. So what we would do is like basically we had our system. So like the people who lived in like the, some of the smaller houses, they would start first. They'd leave and they'd go pick up the kids all the way. And they'd come pick up me, and then we'd all go over to my buddy Garrett's house, which lived he lived in the club. So we'd hop the fence. We'd go. Let's go. Because there's like this back fence that we knew, and there was a code on it. We'd hop the fence because um, the code got changed like every week. So sometimes we know it, sometimes we didn't. Yeah. We hop the fence. We go to his house, knock on the door. Okay, now we're going. Like let's yeah, get. Yeah. Now it's game time. So there was there was like, and the crazy thing was like every year there was like fifteen to twenty of us Jeez. through the neighborhood. We were just like because we all went to the it. same school. We all rode the bus together. It was like that type of thing. It was super fun. So absolute uh, vibe. So I just feel like Will Ferrell in that crew would just be wild and out. Yeah, he'd fit in. All right, your first pick. All right, I'm gonna go with another, another funny guy. I'm gonna take Jim Carrey. He's actually uh, probably my favorite, uh, like comedian, comedic actor. Uh, but I just picked Will Ferrell first. No, they're Don't both why, super good. I do like Jim Carrey. Maybe it's because Will Ferrell's a little bit of a chubbier guy. He's that cute little kid probably running around. Yeah, I think part of it was like I've always seen Will Ferrell be funny on and off camera. And then Jim Carrey yeah. is like definitely funny on camera. And then 
I mean, he's funny off camera too, but I you just don't see it. You as, don't see like, it as much. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen Will Ferrell serious. If that makes sense. That does check out. Uh, which you've definitely seen Jim Carrey serious, but I think he would still be a lot of fun. Dude, his like in person, his, his, I want his personality from Ace Ventura. Yes, dude, dude. because just the goofiest goober you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, dude. dresses up as like a T Rex or something. Yeah, you gotta have that. That's so funny. Okay. Um. Well, you're doing it off the dome, buddy. So yeah. So I gotta, I gotta get the heartbreak kids. I gotta keep the squad together. Okay. So I got to pick Mark Wahlberg, second pick overall. I had that too. Because Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg together. They don't, they don't go apart. It's going to be the best. Look at these two jamokes. <laughs> one shot Jeter, the other one shot, shot an office. office. <laughs> one of my favorite quotes of all time from a Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell movie. They're just like two peas in a pod, buddy. Two peas in a pod, buddy. Can't let them go. All right, I'm going to take this a different route. Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg. Those are my two picks so far. Next. So here's my theory with this pick. Okay. This kid is just going to be the kid heartthrob that just gets all the candy for all the boys. And I'm taking Justin Bieber. He's literally on my list. He's actually a chiller. I feel like he'd be super fun. He'd be like a dope kid to hang out with. Super cool. And if you get to that right house, he'll just smooth and we'll get all the candy. I think that's a great pick because he's and if you actually get bored the, throughout the night. He's just singing along. He's actually the exact type of kid that like that would be in that group that the exact group that I'm talking about when I grew up. You love like to one hear of those types of kids. Yeah. That's a I think that's a good pick. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to brag, but I feel like if I knew Justin Bieber, we'd be boys. Like we'd hang out. You probably would. He seems, he seems like a chill, cool dude. Yeah. He seems chill. All right. All right. You're up. I'm picking Kevin Hart. Dang. That's my next I pick. didn't even think of him. That's a super good one. I know Say I'm, something else. I know I'm going all funny. D- I right think now, that's the play, honestly. I think I think I think there's there's definitely a little bit of a strategy here. Yeah. Um so that's the play so far. I got my three funny dudes. Yeah. I might I might variate might on the strategy here after this. But I got Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, and Kevin Hart, which I think would all work. Really well I together. Like, yeah, they would. That's a pretty good team. Let's go. Okay, Jim Carrey and Justin Bieber. Yeah, and I'm just, uh, dude, I'm getting diverse in like personalities and all that. Because I'm taking Morgan Freeman as a kid. Yo, that'd be sick. Dude, I don't even know what he would be like as a kid. I feel like he's been old either. his whole life. Yeah, facts. And I, it got me thinking, how deep was his voice in junior high? Yeah, he's like 13. He's like, hey, everybody, you want to go? Because uh, that would be sick. <laughs> yeah, you you want to go trick or treat? Yeah, that would be the door. toughest thing ever. Trick or treat. Yeah, that would be so <laughs> sick. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm banking on. This is voice being I'm deep banking like on a him super like young still age. having white hair when he was 13. And yeah, like all and the just freckles. still looking like 60 yeah, yeah. at all times. But just shorter. And like yeah. A little bit of a baby face, less wrinkles. Yeah, you love to see it. <laughs> That's funny. I'm just really betting on his him just having a s- absurdly deep voice for a young kid. Yeah, that checks out. And I feel like he's just super laid back. Like you never see him do anything crazy. Yeah. I feel like he'd just be in the crew, just vibing. <laughs> That's true. Um, 
I feel like that's a good pick. I'm going across the board, though. Like I said, I have straight comedy, a singer, and then Morgan Freeman's like a narrator and basically yeah, known yeah, for yeah. his voice. <laughs> He's an actor, too. But um, Okay, so I am going to... Mm, I'm thinking really hard about this one. Uh, okay, so we're out late. We're with the crew. Yeah. We're walking around these random neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got to have a bruiser. I know who you're picking, I think. Go for it. Oh, well, I think you know one of the ones I'm thinking about. I've got okay. like a couple on my head. Okay. I actually haven't decided at all. Oh, you're just stalling right now to figure it out. Yeah, I'm definitely stalling. Okay, here we go. Because one of them for sure would have still been a bruiser in their kid. The other one I don't know, but they're okay. definitely a bruiser now. Yeah. Touch uh, the imagination. What do you think they were like as a kid? Because okay. there's some guys that are like picked on as kids and then turned into bruisers later because they're tired yeah. of it. So I'm in between Conor McGregor. Okay. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> okay, I had I had the Rock is who I thought you were gonna pick. Okay, because Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor would be just dude. sick to hang out with now. And his dude, his accent, little fourteen year old McGregor running around. Yeah, and uh, but I feel like he'd be like because he's a lightweight. Like I feel like he's just the maybe the smallest kid in the group then, but he just thinks he could beat everybody up. That's the that's the thing, which might yeah, be I don't more know what, annoying than anything uh, yeah. else. I don't know when he got serious about actually like working out and bulking. Yeah, because he could have. But just even now, totally, he's still small. But like he, at least no, he's like five eight or something. Whereas like the Rock was just a big. He's, kid, old, he's probably he's always ready big. to brawl. And and he's got a good personality. He's funny. Yeah, he can hang hang with the crew. I think I I think I gotta pick the, gotta rock. Go with the Rock. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Rock. That's who I thought you were going to pick in the beginning. I didn't see you. I didn't even think of Conor McGregor. That's literally I just think he's like, pick. cool. It was like fun. Yeah, that's a really good one. Because I thought about John Jones for a little while. But for That'd be reasons just we all know, I don't know he'd be the best to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't do drugs, kids. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. I I think I, I feel good with that, The Rock. Yeah, no, that, that, that flows. I think the fr- I gotta keep I gotta keep the friend group together. You know what I mean? Yeah, all the boys just vibing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kevin Hart and The Rock have been in a few movies together, huh? They do comedy. Let's go with. I think I gotta take a baller. I'm walking around with Lil LeBron. Yo, that's sick. Yeah, Lil LeBron, dude. That's He's probably sick. super tall at a young age too. So he he's just towering us. That's a really good pick. Yep. Because I feel like he'd be cool still. Like he was. No, he'd a homie. be super cool. Like I feel like if you like pick Kobe, you're like, nah, Kobe was lame and yeah, and he just wasn't high. fun. He, he's probably Mamba mentality his whole life. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Yeah, he's ditching the crew to go get his own candy. Yes. He's he's trying to hoard it all. Okay. <laughs> Little LeBron. He's probably like six six and. 12th grade or in sixth grade so okay because uh okay here's my pick this is another one from i'm just remembering the dynamic of my friend group from back then when we were trick-or-treating okay so we got will ferrell mark Wahlberg, and kevin hart mm-hmm. guys you're just cracking jokes having a good time okay but mark Wahlberg's kind of a bruiser too right yeah he you can know? probably tussle 
you know, and he's a little bit more serious. He can have serious conversations, but then he's also, and he's got the cool Boston accent. Yeah. Say, so how do you mother for me? You know, like kind of that thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then Kevin Hart, he'd go up to the house, ring the doorbell. Yo, okay, here's the thing. So, what we're doing is, uh, <laughs> we need your candy, all of it, right now, because, right, you know, the yeah. whole thing? Yeah. We got The Rock, who's just The there, Rock. He's vibing. just there just in case somebody steps to you. So, we got to add we gotta na- add another wild card to this team, okay. to this friend group. Do and it. We're going to add Eva Mendez. <laughs> okay. Hear me oh, out. I know exactly who that is. Hear, hear me out, because I feel like you have to have... Um, the the dynamic of like young guys, aka Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, having a crush on one of the girls in the friend group makes it way more funny because they just they have do to compete the whole night. Because when junior hires have a crush on a girl, they do really really dumb things, and it's super funny. And yeah. so I feel like I had to add a girl for two of the guys, yeah, to have a crush on, so that we can like see them. So you just watch what happens, basically. Yeah, and I mean, Eva Mendes is a chiller, too. I feel like she'd be one of the homies. Like, she'd be cracking jokes, having a good time. Yeah. But then also Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell and maybe the other guys would just all be acting wild. See what you did there, boss. You didn't even Oh, I said it. the other guys. They're all from that movie, by the way. Yeah. But I th- I feel like that's my pick. Yeah, I think that's a good one, actually. Because she's actually super funny, too. Yeah, no, um, she is. She'd be a homie, but then it'd be just be funny. At yeah, just to watch them go at like, it. They wouldn't even be like arguing. I remember back in junior high, it's just like you do really dumb things to try and impress. Yeah, it's just trying to be like, watch me jump this thing real quick. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. (laughs) Everyone's like walking down the street and like, hey, there's a shortcut right here. Boom, hop the fence. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to walk around. Everybody's already there. And then the kid gets all depressed. They didn't even hop the fence. Like, Mm -hmm. she didn't even follow me. She stayed with those guys, you know? And then the next guy does something else. Yeah. I got this king size oh, Kit Kat. Hey, I'll trade you. Just give me your bag. I'll get the candy for you. She's like, well, what's the point of trick or treating then? You yeah, know? I, I kind of want the experience. <laughs> I feel like it'd be so oh. funny. All You'll right, so uh, if we're doing five rounds, that's my team. Okay, that's good. I'll go with my last one right here. Okay, I'm picking Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now he's walking around like an absolute know it all. I feel as a kid. Yes. Th- and that's hilarious to me. I think so too, and he was like a black belt in Taekwondo, so he like he's a little yeah, bit of that bruiser for you. Beat someone, and then and then I feel like he's just yelling at everybody, and I feel like yeah, he was he's probably he's a jerk game back planning. I think I think he's the kind of he's the head honcho of this crew. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for nobody sure. he okay, he's the head honcho that nobody respects because he's just annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I get the vibe I get from his him as a kid probably. Because him Jim Carrey is mocking him the whole time. Yeah, Jim Jim Carrey. Justin Bieber's is, just going with the flow. Justin Bieber's hanging. You feel like you and Justin Bieber are kind of the like friend group leaders here. Yeah, we're I feel just like Morgan Freeman's just there and He's has just some really smart things to say every once in a while. Yeah. You're like, you guys are joking around, having a good time, and then he just blows your mind with some random. Yeah, some comment. wise fact, and, and you're like, like, wait a second, wow. what? You're 13, you know? And <laughs> yeah. Then, and then LeBron is just like, you're Dude. like, you just feel cool. Yeah, you're with LeBron James, eight, 13 years old. Yeah, and. uh and then Joe's the guy like, okay, guys, we got to do this. Yeah. yeah. Guys, 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 this is the house. We got to go to this one first. I yeah. swear. It has all the candy and you go there and their lights are off and there's no candy. There's no Okay, bro, 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 but trust me, this next this one. This next one? This next one, I really know. Yeah. That's exactly who Joe yep. Reagan would have been. I like that dynamic. And then, yeah, for me, I, we already explained my dynamic. Yeah, you got a good one now. But, cool. 
Okay, so I think that's it. Let's recap the teams. I have Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart, The Rock, and Eva Mendez. Let's go. And Ben has Jim Carrey, Justin Bieber, Morgan Freeman, LeBron James, and Joe Rogan. And these are our squads that we're going to take trick-or-treating with us, and we're all in junior high. Be a party. So Yeah, that'd be a vibe. Follow us on Instagram at Echo Youth SCC, or you can follow me at BT Westerfield. You can follow Ben at Ben Wallace eighty nine, yep. aka the Forklift Wizard. I am the Forklift Wizard, and if anybody wants to test me, come up to my work and I'll out forklift you. <laughs> uh, we got to get a guest on here pretty soon. We haven't had a guest yeah, in do. a while, so we got to start planning for who's our next guest on the old podcast. On the old potty boy, as the kids call it. Maybe we can get the big diesel back on here. Last time she was on here was actually pretty fun. Yeah, it was. I like the dynamic of three people, too. Yeah, Not that good. I don't like just me and the boy chilling. Wow, bro. You I'm better sure. stop. Um, okay. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. So vote for whoever you thought was best. Hopefully you had fun with it. Hopefully you have fun this week. Stay safe. Happy All Halloween. That. We won't talk to you on here until yeah. after. Yeah, so happy Halloween. We'll see you on November 2nd. Let's go. Wow, that's Wild. crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually kind of is. Coming up on a year, boys and girls. Getting close. Oh, yeah, in January. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Hope you, have, hope you guys have fun plans for this fall season, the holiday season. It rained in Southern California for the first time of in the like season. In a long time. And it was yeah. amazing. It was awesome. It wasn't even like that big of a rain it rained for like five minutes no, but but it got like a little cold and it was a little rainy yeah. it's like it was nice the boys still went to the beach because can't lose our streak can't lose our streak i think we explained that last podcast so i brought that up so i wonder what the very first week was i wonder if there's a way that we could find out we could do some research do some research all right without further ado i'm ben i'm brett and we'll be seeing the cue the outro